0: Hi again, everyone. It's Mark Stinson, and you have reached the podcast, Unlocking Your World of Creativity, where we go around the world talking to creative people and experts about original creative thinking. We get inspiration from their experience, but we also learn specific tools and exercises and processes that we can use to organize our ideas, and that's really the focus of today. And I have as my guest, productivity and goal-setting expert, Michelle Reeds. Michelle, it's just so great to have you with us.
1: Hey, it's my absolute pleasure being on the show. Thanks so much for inviting me, Mark. Unlocking
0: your world of creativity with Mark Stinson. I have as my guest, Michelle Reeds. I would consider Michelle a real productivity and kind of goal-setting expert. She's the author of a great book called The Happiness Habits Transformation. It's out on paperback on Amazon right now. And also a set of planners called the This Is My Era Planner. And if you thought that 2021 is going to be my year and going to start your era off fresh, we're going to talk about this. It's a journal. It's a planner. It's a goal tracker. Michelle, it's all of these things, isn't it?
1: It absolutely is. Yes. So this is my area is a productivity company based in the US. Uh, I'm all the way over here in the UK. And I head up a brand new part of the company, which is our online academy. But the planners where the whole kind of company started was with Uh, I like to call it really a ninety-day goal-setting system because it's way more than just a planner. But yeah, we've helped thousands of people to get the visions out of their head and actually get them down on paper so they can make them happen.
0: And you know, again, we we have these ideas, and we say, "One day, I'm going to publish this book," or you know, no later than September, I'm really going (laughs) to. Get this going. But it's those steps in between that often get us stuck, isn't it? How do we map out day by day, week by week, month by month?
1: So I think the key thing with any goals is kind of people tend to start like today and say, right, well, today I'm going to do this. And hopefully by the time we get to September, i will have created something and and we like to flip that on its head and start way up in you know the clouds if you like kind of like a helicopter view and say what is my ideal vision for this End, this end goal, if you like, what, what would success look like? So what is my vision? And as part of making it your era, it's about deciding what that vision is. And we really encourage, and it's all within the planner, we encourage people to really make that live. So kind of what is it going to look like? What's it going to feel like? And then as it's a 90 day planner, it allows you to just work on a quarterly basis. And I think this is really key because you kind of generally can underestimate the amount that you can get done in a period in a longer period of time. But you really overestimate what you can get done in a short period of time. (laughs) And anyone that's done anything, you know, creating videos or any kind of creative process, you know, it takes like twice as long, especially with technology to get anything done that you think, you know, you think it's going to take half an hour, it takes half a day. So we tend to underestimate the amount of time it takes. Short things to get done. But we, you know, we, we can actually build in the right amount of time by being very strategic about our planning. So we start at the top with our vision, and then work that down into some really smart goals for each quarter of the year and the reason doing it by quarter is is also really key is it allows you to build in a review point so so important that we review where we are at staging posts along the way so within the within our planner for example we have quarterly goals and then monthly goals weekly goals and that all flows down into your daily tasks so you'd know that when you've got your top 3 priorities from the for the day in your daily pages they relate directly back to your big quarterly goals. And at the end of the quarter, you do a review and say, well, how far along am I? And then you can replan again, for the next quarter and it's been incredible seeing how much more productive people are when they know that their top priorities are actually contributing to their bigger goals
0: and there's having that as a foundation to say i know what i'm going to do every day i know what i'm going to do every week there's something empowering about that i think as a creative person that says well i am working towards my vision so i'll keep it going keep the energy up when i might feel down have you found yeah, that? Yeah, and I, people? I
1: think that's true. And I think as creative people, we tend to think, oh well, you know, if I plan too much, that's going to stifle my creativity. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, you know, I just, I just decide what I'm going to do on the day. I go which way <laughs> the wind blows for me. <laughs> Whatever. Um, <motion>. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, I have to feel it. But I disagree. I think, you know, what goals do um, is they they create a container for our creativity. So they allow us to create in a space that has intention. And I think that that allows us to then set that intention ahead of time. And then we just go, you know, once we've created that container, we can just go and do our thing. But without that container, creativity can, can just drift And we can end up, you know, being vastly far away from where we hoped we'd be. And that creates despondency. And, you know, it doesn't matter how creative you are. If you're not creating that product at the end of the day, then you're not getting the satisfaction from that. And neither is anybody else.
0: Mm -hmm. Maybe we can get a little bit more specific. And if I could even use you as an example, let's imagine I'm looking over your shoulder onto your planner. Of course, I'm wearing a mask, I'm probably six feet away, so I might not be able to get a good view of it. But uh, what's an example of something that would be in your own planner that is helping you structure your goals?
1: yeah for sure so at the moment in the this is my era academy which we've just launched this year uh we've got our first course up there which is called reboot your life we're crazy excited about that helping people to ditch self-doubt hit control delete in their life and kind of make a fresh start and my goodness don't we need that fresh start this year we didn't know when we created this course that you know covid19 was going to hit so um but definitely within my planner i've got within my quarterly goals for example we've got courses that I'm planning that I'm working with experts to create. So, we're working with subject matter experts to create our courses. And so, I've got that in my quarterly goals. And then I might break that down and say, okay, so let's imagine I'm going to create a course this quarter. Then I have to break that down and say, okay, so I've got three months in my quarter. So, how does creating a course split down into those? three months. And then from there, okay, each week of those months, what am I going to do to contribute towards that end goal? And then what does that mean for me daily? So one of the things that we love to do And we've created goal worksheets within the planner. It's for you to take a goal, like for example, launching a course, and then break that down into the key steps you need to take. And then you put a deadline for each of those steps. So you can get right down into the detail if you want to. So it really is like a project plan as well. Now, here's one thing, a little tip that I share um, with our customers and, and also with my coaching clients, which is around what quite often holds us back when we have goals. We don't know what the tasks are. (laughs) So we say, okay, I've got this this thing I want to do. Maybe it's writing a book, for example. I want to write a book and I know what I want to write about, but I don't know how to get started. I don't know how to publish it. I don't know if I want to self publish on Amazon. I don't know what the format is. I don't know what each of my chapter headings are going to be. So we allow that to make us stop. Mm -hmm. Um, And we kind of get stuck in that space. So a little tip that I always share is if you don't know what tasks are, you will know what the questions are that you need to get answered. So write the questions down in your planner. So literally write them down. And then I schedule in my calendar, uh, we have a double page spread, which I love in in the planner. So you have a whole page for your schedule for the day. And I literally will map out my day hour by hour. And I know that sounds really restrictive, but I find it really uh, freeing, actually, because I always know what I'm doing at any point in the day. Make making sure that we build in nice rest, making sure we build in some personal growth, some training, whatever you need to do. But I will literally allow maybe like an hour to answer a question. So say for example, one of the things I've been getting into recently is, uh, is using editing tools for videos. So we all know how long that can take. So I might schedule kind of a couple of hours to do some video editing and I don't know how to do it. So it's going to be, the question is going to be, how do I create this special effect in a video? And that goes into my schedule and I use that time to research it. And I think it's some, this is something that people kind of forget to plan in is all that time it takes to learn how to do the things that will help you to meet your goals.
0: Yes. And all these uh, tools that are supposed to save us time But first, we have to learn how to use them, right?
1: (laughs) For sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, you've mentioned some of these, I would call them almost external obstacles, you know, things that you need to learn and and find the answers to. But you also mentioned an internal obstacle, and that is this idea of self-doubt. I'm wondering, you know, what you faced and even how journaling and things like that as a part of this tool could help someone who's, you know, stuck uh, in their own head.
1: Yeah, for sure. And it's, you know, self doubt is something that we all experience. Um, I think people kind of think they're on their own when they're when they're stuck in self doubt. But really, all self doubt is saying is, I am not X enough. So self doubt saying I'm not experienced enough, I'm not old enough, or young enough, or pretty enough, or, you know, whatever it might be. It's just that kind of I'm not X enough, and we all experience that self doubt generally when we're moving between two places. And and I kind of like to think of it, you know, a bit like a football field. So you know, you have the one zone at one end, which is your comfort zone, and that's like super comfortable. You know, you know what you're doing. You feel very confident in that space. And then the other end of the football field is your growth zone, and that's where kind of the opposite is true. So you don't feel confident. You don't really know what you're doing. You have no confidence competence in that area. And when we move across the field, from one end to the other, as soon as we go over the halfway line, self doubt tends to kick in, because we have to move through what I call the messy middle. It's where doubt sits, it's where failure possibility sits, it's where all these kind of challenges sit, it's the things we don't know how to overcome. So self doubt kind of comes up at that point and I think there's a couple of reasons for that first is that we is expectation so we tend to give ourselves a really hard time and I think creatives particularly do this as well we tend to think we should know more we should be more we should be further along on our journey so we create this expectation of ourselves and when we don't meet that expectation we have this kind of gap where we wonder why we haven't you know met that expectation and what we do, and uh, you know, I don't know if it's something that y- it really resonates with you, Mark, but I know it's certainly something that resonates with me. We look outside ourselves to try and validate where we are. And this is where that whole thing about comparing comes in so much easier to do now with social media etc when I first started you know working years and years ago we didn't have social media gosh I was faxing things left right and center <laughs> then so it shows you how old I was uh, how old I am rather but but now we have social media it's so easy to compare and what I tend to find happens and I certainly find this with my coaching clients is that we tend to compare what's going on kind of on stage for us what I call on stage with other people's behind the scenes and this is something that pastor Steve uh, Furtick t- talks about a lot and it's that kind of feeling of you know they're so much better than me but really we're not seeing all the hard work on the years of preparation and experience that's gone on behind the scenes so we kind of you know make it really hard for ourselves if you like we're kind of like the inner judge and jury for ourselves but you know we're not allowing any kind of proper fair trial So this is one of the things that's going on with self-doubt is this comparison, this expectation. And it's also about fear. You know, I think as creatives, um, it's quite scary putting our stuff out there in the world, right? You just, you don't know how people are going to react to it. What are they going to think? You know, all these what ifs come up and, you know, our negativity can kind of spiral down. So we start, you know, stop seeing the exciting possibilities and start seeing all those negatives and this is definitely what happens in this all in this process of going through this this messy middle so our survival brain kind of kicks in and says you know this could be really dangerous you know that you know it's all back from the days when we were you know cavemen and women and there was a saber-toothed tiger out there
0: what if the tiger attacks me
1: (laughs) yeah exactly right it's just now the tiger's out there on social media trolling us you know we think that's going to happen i mean most people don't really care about what we're doing, you know, they just move on. But we have this inner sort of self-doubt. And so, you know, we, we tend to, that leads us to justifying why it's not the right time for us to do this thing. Aren't we so good at justifying quitting, you know? And it's procrastination, it's indecision, it's perfectionism. You know, you mentioned journaling. I think it's a great tool to help us to, to really unpick what's going on in our minds. But I have another little tool, if I may, that might really help your, your listeners. Yeah, it's called the STEAR model. S-T-E-A-R. And I use this uh, with all my coaching clients. And we also teach it in the Reboot Your Life course on the the This Is My Era Academy. Really simple tool that anybody can use. So when you are stuck in that messy middle, when that self-doubt and fear kicks in, you start at the top with the S and you say, okay, what is the situation? What's really the situation here? Just facts very very simple facts so maybe the situation is i'm trying to write a book and you know i'm just stuck or i need to release this youtube video but i haven't done it yet so really simple facts then we move down to the t part of the model And the T is the really important part. It's the thoughts. So the thought about the situation, you know, our thoughts create our reality. They really do. So it's the thoughts that we have about the situation and the story that our mind makes up about the situation that leads us to the next line. So when we're journaling, right, what are all these thoughts? Well, I'm thinking nobody's going to watch this video. Nobody's going to read this book. I don't know if I like chapter five. You know, I don't think my vocabulary is good enough. Whatever it might be. I was never good enough at school. Mm -hmm. You know, all this stuff comes up. And then that leads very naturally onto the E part of the model, which is the emotions. So our thoughts create our emotions and our emotions are energy emotions. So we feel them in our body really strongly. You know, ask anyone who's waiting in line to go on a roller coaster how their tummy feels. They haven't (laughs) even got on it yet. Right. But this is emotion. It's energy emotion. We feel it in our bodies. And that emotion leads us to take action, which is the A part of the model. So then we're journaling out, okay, what are my emotions? What actions am I taking as a result of those emotions? Or really important, what inactions? Because inaction, it's still an action because it's a choice that we're taking. The Mm -hmm. action is the choice to do nothing. So what am I, what's going on there? And all of those things, the thoughts, the emotions, and the actions, they lead to our results. So then we're going to journal out, what actual result am I getting? Well, it's probably I'm no further forward than I wanted to be. Yeah. So this is a great journaling tool. You just write S-T-E-A-R down the side of your journal page and write all that stuff out. Now, probably people are listening and saying, That's great. You know, love that tool. But how do I actually get the results? So one thing I love about this model so much, and it's based in uh, cognitive behavioral therapy, which just as a side is the therapy that I personally myself had. I suffered from postnatal depression about uh, 11 years ago when my daughter was born. And I had therapy and that kind of helped me as well as all the personal growth and development I did uh, and becoming a coach, et cetera, brought me kind of to where I am today. So this model is based in that structural therapy. So you flip the model upside down and this is where it gets really exciting. So then you turn the page on your journal and there's plenty of notes pages at the back of this is my era to so let people do this. And you write, steer Backwards down the side of your page. So you're going to start with the R. Okay. So then you say, what result am I actually looking for? And this is something that any creative person can do. What result am I really looking for here? And then you journal that out. This is how it feels. This is how it's going to look. This is how it's going to smell or taste or whatever it is. You know, if you're a chef and you're struggling, then you might be, it might be a taste related uh, uh, problem. And then you work back down. So you say, okay, what actions would I have to take? in order to make that result happen? And then what emotions do I need to be feeling in my body to take those actions? And then what thoughts do I need to be thinking about myself, about my business, about my art, about my creativity, in order to feel those emotions that will enable those actions and that result. So it's a really great journaling tool. So my gift to your listeners today, Mark.
0: Oh, very valuable. Thanks, Michelle. I mean, the idea of the S-T-E-A-R, I've heard that kind of breakdown before, but the idea of flipping it is really something new and different that, you know, you kind of say, yes, you have to turn the situation inside out and see if this were happening, what does it look like, feel like, and and so forth. It's very strong, very strong.
1: Yeah. And it's uh, a great tool that any, it's completely, you don't need anything special to do it just a sheet of paper and a pencil and like be really honest with yourself about yes. kind of about about what's going on so um so yeah it's a it's a tool that, that I use myself um, and I encourage anyone to give it a go mm-hmm.
0: yeah because as you think about goal setting sometimes you know that's the very tangible type of goals or you know deliverables that we always talk about but here we're we're doing the inner work and the goal is really to maybe understand your emotions better, you know, and what thoughts are creating those emotions, as you said. Very, very strong. So thanks for sharing that. Well, my guest is Michelle Reeves, and she is with a great company called This Is My Era. They have an academy, they have a coaching practice, and this planner we've been talking about. Now, Michelle, I was just scanning the website on this planner. You know, a lot of people say, I don't know if I want to commit to a 90-day you know book and buy a book before i really see it and you there's some good screen captures and so forth on the on the web but isn't there a way to try this planner before you really delve in and commit to the process how does one do that
1: yeah absolutely so we have a challenge on the website so anyone can go try it out the 5 day goal setting challenge and you can sign up for it at this is my era dot com and all you would do is kind of just pop your details in and we will send you the pages of the planner and the step-by-step way to go through the whole goal setting process so you can literally try before you buy and we also do recognize you know one of the things that we're really aware of is you know planning is not a natural thing to everybody you know my my natural um kind of my way of being is to be organized. I've always been organized. Even as a child, I was into the you know, notebooks and the pens, but not everybody's like that. You know, we recognize that. So we've also set up a Facebook group for our customers. We call our customers goal getters. So we have a Facebook uh, group specifically for our goal getters who can kind of come and ask questions. I do a weekly Facebook live where I walk through a planning session uh, every week. So people can jump on and join me and we'll go through each step uh, of the planner so that they can actually do their planning live with me if they'd like to. And then on Friday. My colleague Ruth, who's one of the co founders of the company with husband Kuda uh, Beza she does a really fun Facebook live on your successes. So we celebrate our goal getters successes at the end of each week, they can jump on share what's been going on. And we'll give them like a virtual high five, because at the end of the day, it's so important to celebrate our successes, you know, there's no point in having goals, and doing all this great work, if we don't take a step back and say, hey, you know, uh, that that went really well for me. And that's a lesson that we can learn. And we're very much, you know, want people to consolidate those learnings so that as they're moving forward, they're moving forward with intention based on results.
0: Mm-hmm. And that you're seeing and celebrating that progress, you know, rather yes. than just waiting to the end to say, oh, look, it's done. But to yeah. celebrate each milestone along the way too.
1: For sure. Because it's all about motivation. You know, it, it can be quite easy to get when you're in the throes of a creative project, whatever it might be, you know, launching a podcast or, or we talked before about, you know, a book or maybe it's even launching a company, you know, that's still quite a creative endeavor, right? There's a lot of hard work that goes into that. You know, I think one of the the reasons that people can tend to get to to burnout and we've seen a lot of that this year, I think, is people get overwhelmed because they're not taking the time to, to review very regularly and say, hey, you know, I may not have got this, this and this done, but I did do this and I learned how to do this and I'm going to celebrate that. And so we're very much, you know, proponents of doing that. And actually on our daily pages uh, on the bottom of each uh, double page, there's two sections that people can fill in every day. One's called my wins and accomplishments. So three things that you've uh, accomplished for the day and then three key lessons that you've learned. So we, we absolutely build that into the 90 day planning process.
0: Uh, Fantastic. Well, Michelle Reeves, it's been such a pleasure talking with you. An inspiration in and of itself, the conversation we've had. I appreciate it very much. And I think about our listeners who, you know, we want to publish, we want to post, we want to record a song, display our artwork, exhibit our photography, sell, market, promote, all the things that you think about around our creative work. And it just sounds so helpful sometimes to not just say, just do it. You know, it's, <laughs> it might be motivating to say, just get in there and get that work done. But to be able to break it down, as you've described, got your 50,000 foot view goals, breaking it down into the 90 day, the monthly, the weekly, and the daily task, Very helpful. And I appreciate you sharing these tools with us.
1: Hey, it's been my absolute pleasure being on the show. Thanks so much for inviting me, Mark.
0: And listeners, I'll be sure to put in the show notes, links to the book, the planners, the academy, this Facebook group, so many resources. You've got blogs, you've got podcasts. So, you know, anybody looking for more information on this kind of goal setting and tracking, creating a plan to really achieve our creative goals, but also unlock that potential is very empowering. And again, thanks for sharing it. Hey,
1: okay, It's been my pleasure. Thanks so much.
0: All right, listeners. Well, join me again for the next episode where we'll be unlocking your world of creativity. Today's travels have taken us to Cambridge, England, but we'll continue our virtual trip around the world to talk to experts and creative talent from publishing and film and animation, restaurants and medical research, all to get ideas on how to make connections, create opportunities to get our creative work out into the world. And until next time, this is Mark Stenson, and we'll talk to you soon. Unlocking Your World of Creativity with Mark Stinson. Copyright 2021. We've created a special offer just for listeners of the podcast. You can get our book, A World of Creativity. Paperback is at a special price of $5.98 and the Kindle version is only 99 cents. Go to my website, mark-stinson.com. The book is featured on the homepage. You can click it and go to Amazon, mark HyphenStenson.com and enjoy the book.